the Lord is good. Um, in the next just 15 minutes or so, we'll go through um, the word, and it's titled "You." Amen. 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 Are we? Do we need tea, coffee? Amen. Amen. We're going to go to a title of the word called "You." Y O U U. Our Bible verses from the book of Joshua 1, verses 8. Joshua 1, verses 8. In NIV, it says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. The last part of that verse in King James says, For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. The message says, Then you will get to where you are going, and then you will succeed. NLT says, Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Amplified says, for then you will make your way then you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. And ESV says, For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Like I said last week, when I before I read this over and over again, I mean every time I've read this verse, it's always been, Oh, read the Bible, study day and night, meditate upon it, obey what is in it, and then God will make your way prosperous and make you successful. But then reading it again was like, no, he didn't say God. He didn't say, I will make you prosperous and successful. Let's read that again. It says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. So there are two parts here. There's the book of the law. And it says, this book, let it always be on your lips. How? By meditating on it day and night. The, th- the things that you ruminate and you read over and over again are things that are always on your lips because it's not far from you. You can easily say them. I remember in high school, the way you actually learn like what songs was to buy these lyrics books yeah. that had lyrics there. You actually like read them over and over and over again to so you know all the words of the song. That when the songs come on the radio, it's on your lips. You can sing it from the start to the finish. And so meditating means repeating over and over again thinking about it over and over again until it becomes part of you. So he said, the book of this, this book of the law, he said, let it be always by your lips. How? By meditating on it day and night. But then he said, it doesn't stop there. He said, so that, I mean, why do you meditate upon day and night? He said, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. We say the word of God is one book where you read the same place and get different, ministry, uh, different interpretation or different revelation from it. And so repeating the word over and over and over again allows us to, that, allow us to understand what God wants to do, what God wants us to do. Because it says, be careful to do everything in it. And it's after all of this, he said, then. When you say the word then, it means that, okay, I haven't done all of these things. I haven't met all of these conditions. Haven't passed your written test, then you can do your practice. You have to pass your practice test, then you can. I mean, it's a conditional thing. Haven't done this, then this. So he said, if you're careful, if, if you've taken that book of the law, 
if you meditate upon it day and night, and you carefully do all that is written within it, then you will be prosperous and successful. Then you will be prosperous and successful. For then you will make your way prosperous and will have good success. Then you will get to where you're going. Then you will succeed. Then, only then, will you prosper and succeed in all you do. So there's a condition to this thing. We can't just skip and say, God, give me success. Help me to be prosperous. If you don't do the things that then lead to that. This book of the law will always be on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. You can't carefully do all that is written on it if you don't, if you don't meditate on it. So it's like you can't skip one without the other. You can't say, God, I've done everything in the Word. If, you've not, if, you, don't, if you don't know what's in the Word. I don't know what's in the Word if you can't clearly read and meditate upon it. So it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's step by step. There is the book of the law. Requires meditating day and night. Requires you for you to be obedient and do what's written in it. And then you would have success and be prosperous. So I try to put it in a mathematical formula for us that are So it says, always meditate on the book of the law. Then, be careful to do all that is in it. Meditation is an action, it's a verb. You have to do something. You have to actually like, take the word and actually read it. Read it, read it, read it. Think about it, think about it, think about it. Hear what God is saying about it. It's an action. And while you're doing it, you will hear things. Oh, do this. Do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. And so you be, after you be careful to do all that is in it, and then that will equal prosperity and success. So if you go back to mathematics, you can only meditate on the book. It is a meditate on something else. It is a meditate on what people are saying. It is a meditate on the CNN analysis of the elections, or meditate on the financial reports in the New York Times. He said, no, the book of the law, B. Is what you should meditate on. But it doesn't stop. They said you have to obey. Oh, obedience is very important because you can meditate on it without any action. Bible says even the devil knows the word. I mean, the devil went ahead and everything Jesus said. But in the word, he said, jump. I would not let us turn that to be like, yeah, we all know it. But he said, obey. Obedience is very important. And then you will have success, which is a function of prosperity. And I was like, okay, God, you say you speak once, we hear twice. Where else can we actually get this formula again in the Bible? And it's a popular verse that we all know. It says, Matthew 6, 33. Matthew 6, verse 33. It says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things that we are chasing, prosperity, success, victory, all these things will be added unto you. What did he say first? He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Let's take the word kingdom. The kingdom of God is where the king reigns. 
And how do you know that a king is reigning? If I go to a land and say, oh, the king reigns here, how do you, by how, how do you determine that? It's by the word. The king's decrees, the laws of that land is tied back to the king. The king is not going to everybody, every citizen, oh, yes, I'm your king, I'm your king. No, it's the word that the king has declared. The, 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 God, the, the king declares, don't go to work by until 6 a.m. That's the law. So he says, seek first the kingdom. And so the book of the law is very critical, it's very important and core part of that kingdom. And it's righteousness. And you see Romans 6, Romans 6 verse 16, someone can clearly read for us, Romans 6 verse 16. Righteousness equals obedience. If righteousness for you is very, if like it's a very big word like righteous, let's be righteous, what does that really mean? Let's, let's be righteous, let's live right. Well, it means to obey. So it's like Romans 6, 16. Know ye not that whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are not, are ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Can we read a simpler version? <laughs> ye ye not, and ye ye. You realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey. Mm-hmm. You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. You can, you can choose to obey God, which, lives, which leads to righteous living. So when God says, yes, seek ye the kingdom of God, he says, what he says, like, the law I've given you, the book I've given you, and his righteousness, the obedience that comes with that. So again, back to that formula of us, the word of God, meditation of the word of God, and obedience to it. And he said, all these things will be added unto you. So that's success, that's prosperity, all these things will be added, that healing, that, all of these things will be added to you. So again, it just, this just goes to confirm that it's like, it's us, it's you. All the, all the provision has been made. The book, the law, the law is the Bible, we have it today. Say, meditate, are you meditating? Are you? I mean, God cannot read the Bible for you, you have to read it for yourself. And he said, so he said, this book, Meditate it on it day and night so that you can carefully obey what is written in it. And then, so let us not be, don't, don't let us make mistakes of chasing the wrong things, spending time and effort and resources on the wrong things, on the then, on the prosperity and the success. When you can, when you can do what you can do, the needful, this word of God, I'm going to read it day and night. I'm going to meditate, meditate upon it. And as I'm doing it, I'll be hearing things that I need to do. And so I will obey those things. And then, and then, don't chase the creation and leave the creator. Don't chase the blessings and leave the provider. It's, so it's us. So when he says you will be prosperous, and you will be successful. It's not good I will do those things for you. God has told us what to do to unlock those things. And so what are three things, quickly, that we can do to actually like, actual, make this actualize in our lives today? The first thing, and I'm, I'm going to be referencing um, uh, a, a different series that I went through this week. But I think just speak, just hits the point. The first thing is to engage in your decision power. Joshua, we read, we studied Joshua last time. He said, "For me, 
and my house, we will serve the Lord. That is a decision you have to make. Nobody can make it for you. I can, I can preach and leave. It's, it's against you. It's not me. It's not your wife. It's not your husband. It is you. One person. You. So he said, engage in your decision power. Make firm, fast decisions. Vocalize your goals. Say it out. Don't say, oh, you know, I don't want to say it. I don't, I don't want to jinx it. Or I don't want to say it so that the bad people will, will rubbish the thing for me. No. Put it out as a matter of accountability. I plan to do X. I hope to do that. By the grace of God, I plan to do X, Y, Z. Come the end of this year. Put it out there. And then find ambitious Christians who can keep you accountable. So then it can be your spouse. Someone who will not be like, oh, you didn't, you didn't do it. Ah, it's fine. God, it's well. No. Someone will be like, why didn't you do it? What blocked you from doing it? What do you need to pray about to unblock you? What, what, what like action? But I'm ready to like make champion and make it make sure it happens for you. I plan to get an A. My mathematics come the living cert. You do the mock, you don't get the A. Guess okay. What happened? Not that. Oh, it's a B. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad. No, you committed. You, you wanted. You wanted an A. You desired for an A. So I'll say, oh, you got a B. Okay. Why did you get an A? Let's analyze this. What need to pray about? What need to study about? What topics? Where do you make the mistakes? It's you. It starts with you. So make that decision to put it out there. See, life is going to be, life is going to be difficult for everyone, whether we like it or not. Um, I'm not cursing anybody. I'm not trying to be like say I'm not trying to be negative or anything. But life is going to be hard in one way or the other. But it can either be difficult because you decided not to. You decided that um, you decided for it to be hard. So it, it, it can it, it can be difficult because you've decided to do the hard and the right thing. So it's like okay, I want to get an A. I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m., study for two hours. Wake up at 5 a.m., study for two hours, shower, go to, go to school. That's waking up early is a difficult part. Or it can be hard by the night and then you fail. So both outcomes require some difficulty. But then we have to choose. You have to choose. Am I ready to actually like do the needful to get the results, to get the prosperity? Am I ready to read my Bible? Spend more time reading my Bible? And to hear from God and obey what He has told me to do, so I can get the outcome. Meditating on the on the word, word day and night is not easy. It's not very easy. It's like it's going to be sometimes you're like, why? Like this is just a boring thing. Like it's, it might sound like oh, it's not going to be fun, but it's needful. It's what we need because it's then that we actually like get to explore, uh, get exposed to the instruction that God wants it, and it's actually going to be tailored. It's not going to be like a vague. Oh, be your father and mother. Yes, we all know that one. But it's not like specific instructions for the moment that we are going through at that particular point in time. That the Bible is so powerful. Like you're like, how? I'm actually going through this specific thing and the word of I read is one actually like address that. That's the power in the word. And so you will hear things that you have to do. Specific instructions. And then obeying them will then unlock the blessings that we're requiring. So the first thing again, like I said, is to engage your decision power, to decide for me and my house, for me I am doing this, for me I am serving the Lord, for me I am praying more, for me and making decisions and then putting out there for people to hold you accountable, for you to hold yourself accountable and to hold you accountable. Number two, cultivate that interest in God. Cultivate that interest in God. It says, seek ye first the kingdom and righteousness. Seek ye first the kingdom. Told us in, uh, he, said, he, said, he said we should place our hearts on things above. When Jesus was dying, 
in Hebrews um, 12 verse 2, he said, he said, For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. He wasn't looking at the pain of the now. He was looking at the outcome. So when you are studying for that exam, like it's painful. You're going to, you're going to the library in the cold. You are shivering. You are preparing for that exam, for that interview. You're going to work. You're, you have one hard boss. It's going to be painful. But he said, don't look at the current situation. Look at the glory. He said, for the glory set above him, in front of him, was what he actually persevered through. So again, the glory was what was pulling him. And many of us said, we, many of us, we default to being pushed. Like life is pushing us. Ah, we need, we are, we need push. Peer pressure, push. But he said, no, don't be pushed by these waves. But he said, be, be pulled. Be pulled by that glory. Be pulled that, yes, my future will be great. Be pulled by, yes, it's going to be well. Pulled that I am healed. You're pulled by the eventuality. But then you're, right now you're doing the needful. You're, you're actually cultivating a relationship with God. So read God's word. Read God's word. So we need, we need something to pull us. The joy that lies in front of us. Pulling us through every challenge and every roadblock. And it all begins, begins to, it all begins by getting into God's word. Because it's God's that we get the encouragement, the empowerment that we need to do. Um, to do. And uh, I think for me, a very important part of it is just that, that we, we might create, we might think, okay, let me create this future that I, I want to work towards. But doing that by ourselves could be disheartening when we don't, we don't feel as if we're, not, we're in the right direction. Like, okay, for example, you tell yourself, by, by when I'm 50, I want to have X, Y, Z. You're 40, those things are not really materializing. Then we're going to feel, we're going to feel discouraged. Are we actually checking with God and saying, God, what is it that you want for me to when I'm 50? We can say, again, not, nothing wrong with dreaming. But dreaming for ourselves, dreaming in, not, in, not in conformity, conformity with God's plan, God's will, would only disappoint us in two ways. We overshoot, we'll go way beyond, I'm like, I, I didn't dream enough. Or we don't get to it and we're like, well, what's God ever in this in the first place? So it's very important. I said, we don't need to create the joy that we want to have at the end. We don't need to create the prosperity. We don't need to create the, the success that we want. That's, we don't need to define that. God has already done that. He has one specific one for us, each and, all, each and every one of us. And we have to just ask him for it. God, what is your purpose for my life? Yes, there's, a, there's an eternal joy of making heaven. And we should all work towards that. But right here on this earth, what is it that is success? What is it that is prosperity? That, that, that if I do this, 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 then I get that. What is it? So when it comes, it's, like, it's not a surprise to you. Like, yes, like you've been expecting, you've been, you've been working towards it. You've seen it in the God's word. And in your obedience to him, you've been taking steps towards that. And then the last thing. So again, number, number one, engage in the judicial power. Number two, Cultivate your interest in God. And the last thing, develop proactive habits. So this is the practical part of this lesson now. Round up. Develop proactive habits. Reactive habit is like picking up your phone when it rings. That's a reactive habit. But proactive habit is... I, I want to pray. 
is good. I want to pray. Prayer is good. But no, I'm going to actually like set my alarm at this time to wake up at this time to pray. Practical habit is actually saying, okay, I'm going to have a prayer partner who would call me and encourage me in those days I'm actually like tired on week and not able to like commit to what I've said I'm going to do. Practical habit is actually like saying, okay, I plan to read the word of God from this time to this time. I'm going to block it out. And if anybody asks me, oh, do you have any plans today? I'll say yes. From this time to this time, I'm going to actually read the Bible. So rather than being reactive to life, because life will throw many things at us. We would have 24 hours in a day, we would, we would f- to be filled up before we know it. Whether it's with productive things or not productive things, whether it's watching TV or catching up with family. But for us to be, we have to be proactive in our habits. Say, so if you wanted more time to pray, schedule it in your calendar. Treat it like any other meeting. It's a meeting with you and God. Proactive habits don't wait for the opportunity to make a good decision. They create an environment to make the right choice easy. Proverbs 22 verse 29 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman and needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so it's very important for us actually, like, just consciously, it has to be intentional. It's, again, it's you. God has done his part. It's us. And so in summary, it's not enough, it's not enough to be called or saved, like we heard in the Sunday school this morning. We need to study God's word to know who he is and what he wants for us. Because that's the only thing that will lead to success and prosperity. We can, it's, again, we, God can say, I've saved you, we'll make heaven, and that's the way, that's the way our life stops, salvation. But that's not, God, that's not what God wants for us. Yes, he wants us to be saved, that is level one. And we can choose to stay there. I'm saved. I'm not going to hell. But then we will be hit. We will not live a fulfilled life. We will be down. People will ask us, who is your God? Yes, we are saved. We know Christ. We are saved. But that is where we will be. But if we want to live the fullest, if we want to live the best, if we want to live God's perfect will for us, that's the formula. This book of the law shall not leave your lips. But you will meditate upon it day and night. Because by doing so, you will find the things that you have to carefully obey and live by. And then, and only then, would you have success. Only then you will have prosperity. Only then you will succeed in all that you do. I pray God will give us the grace. So not just be hearers, but doers. To be like Joshua. To commit. To actually know him. And know what he has for us. So that the joy that he set set before us, we would achieve and accomplish in Jesus' name. Let's bow our prayer for prayer. And say, God, give me the grace to obey you. Give me the grace, first of all, to even know you. To know your word. To spend time with your word. And then the grace to obey you to carefully obey all that you have written. Give me the grace to spend time with you, to know you, to give me the grace to be, to be proactive, to be proactive habits, to, 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 to stay true to my commitment of knowing you. And having known you, Lord, and having heard from you, Lord, and having gotten instructions and, and, and guide, guidance, oh Lord, give me the grace to obey, to carefully obey, not to obey out of convenience, not to obey out of, out of, 
out of um, surplus, not to obey out of convenience, what is exactly like, what feels good, but to obey, to carefully obey all that is in it, not choosing and picking what, when things work for us or don't work for us. Carefully obeying everything in your word. And Lord, we know you are faithful. We know that you do not lie. You're not the son of a man that shall lie, that shall shall repent. And so we know that by doing this, then we would have success. And we key into that success and key into that prosperity in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answered prayers, O Lord. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen.